I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Know that we are the wave experiencing the particle aspects as a human, as part of the temporary physical illusion. What we really are is immortal and limitless. Know that the rules of the matrix were meant to be broken and manipulated by freeing your mind and heart from beliefs, attachments, and constraints. When accomplished, the construct of the matrix reveals itself instantly for what it is, a control system facilitated through false belief systems. Know that fear and loss is a trick, a temporary illusion fed by the ego. Permanent death and loss is a cosmic joke, an absolute impossibility. Live your life in joy and compassion. If we all do this, the world will reflect joy and compassion back to us. There is no other possibility. Appreciate every moment for what it really is, a celebration of existence itself, a moment of pure creation for us to create our own world. When we go inside ourselves and touch the absolute truth that all is one and live our lives that way, we beat and exit the matrix. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. I'm G.O.D. And I'm Ray. And we're your hosts. Take a journey with us into the realms of some of humanity's most inner thoughts and theories about what lies before us and beyond the other side. Take a step back with us from the day-to-day heavy burdens of this constant evolving life. From awakening the collective, astrology, the spiritual divine, holistic health, shamanism, and quantum theory, to the frequencies and vibrations of our universe, history, religion, numerology, and so much more. We spend countless hours researching to bring you the breakdown of information from some of the greatest minds in these fields and even our own experiences. We're here to challenge your thoughts so that you can reshape your own minds and beliefs into ones that better serve you. We hope you enjoy the discussions about the supernatural and the ancient knowledge that we have become so fond of and we wish to share with you so that it may also help you on your quest in this human experience we're living. Let the transcendence begin. Godspeed and share on. Like and subscribe to The Daily Transcendence on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. To show support for the show, we ask you to join us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and YouTube. There you can find more content, updates on new episodes, and more personal interactions from both Gio and I. We want to hear from you all and connect, so message us or email us at thedailytranscendence at gmail.com. As always, we entirely appreciate your support in allowing us to bring you this transmission. And welcome back to the Daily Transcendence Podcast. Hey, yo. Gio, how we doing, buddy? I'm feeling good. New environment for now. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. First thing I thought of was like red velvet cake. Mm. Red velvet cake is pretty good. I'm not a cake person, though. Really not. I would be if my teeth weren't so fucking bad. Yeah. Like you could like, do you ever just get a craving for like, "Mm, I could go for a nice piece of cake. Like vanilla frosting. I don't get cravings. Yeah. But if I see the, honestly, red velvet cake. Yeah. If it's in the room, Mm -hmm. I I will crave it. Yeah. Yeah. There's only like one cake that I really liked ever since I was little. It was like a chocolate, like just regular chocolate sponge cake and like maybe some like chocolate in it. 
but there's um I forget what the name of it, but it's like some sort of like caramelish type coconut shaving. I forget what it's called, but I don't know why. That's my favorite one. Other than that though, I don't prefer cake. I just prefer cookies. <laughs> I mean my skinny ass could eat anything, so I mean, but at the same time, I, I might have not have a weight issue, but it's all my fucking teeth. Hey man. That's that's what happens when you're part of this uh this reality then. you know matrix it's been also another you know we've taken another quantum leap and uh we have we do have a person to thank for that because you know i've noticed that there's always been these incremental steps and every now and then you just climb and you gain a little more knowledge and it's insightful and you know we've gone through things like astrology numerology we hit the occult we were studying religions we went into history we got back you know we were getting into the jesuits and the freemasons because that seems to be the talk of the town yeah and then but, but besides that too just um even just all yeah like you said like all these different conspiracies i've i feel like it's more heightened and there's like a validation now that's being more widely accepted amongst society of conspiracies. Not to say that's good, not to say that's bad, but with going into what we have now discovered even further about that, even the stuff that we were already going into, I think that's important discussion because I don't think we really realize what we're doing. No, and and my thank, I'm giving a thanks yeah. uh, to our to our guy Matt McKinley of uh quantum of conscience is his youtube page he's also on freevoice.io i think um matt mckinley he's he's totally on to something he's totally changed our our trajectory of you know uh, in the future we're going to con- we're going to continue to go into topics and things like that and do the occult and do all this you know we love it because we are in this matrix and these things are of the matrix, but that's the point is they are of the matrix. And the way that you gain more control in your life is to understand that it's just the matrix and to not let it control you. Mm -hmm. And that's what Matt has helped us realize is we're feeding the energy based structure. We call the matrix by giving things attention and giving things energy and emotions and the way it feeds. And I'm going to say that like, like that, like I'm going to say it feeds on us. And I don't know if any of you out there have seen Jupiter ascending, but it's a good, uh, it's a good metaphor for kind of how the matrix works in this thought experiment, in this theory that Matt has given us. And so basically the way the matrix works is wherever your attention goes, energy flows and you help feed it. So where are we putting our energy regardless if it's for the good or bad of, of humanity, if it's for conspiracy, if it's for trying to discover uh, you know, the Jesuits and the Freemasonry stuff, or if there's aliens, if the earth's flat or if it's round, you know, are we getting consumed by, by a thought? By, are we getting consumed by a group? Are we getting consumed by an idea? Are we getting sucked back into the matrix regardless of what your intentions are on why you're learning specific things are we losing touch with ourselves mm-hmm. yeah and i think it's and, and i think now is a, a very important time to really talk about that because also with just you can go into the whole fact of yeah there's those older conspiracies that maybe would be 
people would say conspiracies or just, you know, like Ray says, fringe topics of, you know, of the old that, yes, it relates to the new, but even now, so today with people uh, really pointing out deception, whether it's within our government, with this whole, uh, you know, CV thing, you know, uh, votes, whatever, all that stuff. And people are getting consumed by that as well. And they think that they're, they're creating a resistance towards this dark energy or this, 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 this bad part part of of the revolution. Yeah. Like they think it's like a revolution process and it's like, I respect it. I respect what they're trying to do, but, um, I also respect, um, efficiency of being able to do something properly of really getting somewhere. Yeah. And don't like, you know what I mean? Like it's that to, to, to think you got it all figured out and stuff. uh, It's, it, it can lead you exactly falling into or feeding the very thing that you're trying to fight against. And I think with what Matt has shown us and how we are, are breaking it down even further and things that we're going to relate it to otherwise, I think it'll help give people the tool, just like it's giving us the tool now to really be able to break free from this so-called simulation or game, but also we're still a part of it. So we got to play the game as well. And, but how we're going to, how we're going to be able to actually thrive in the way. And when I say thrive, I don't mean just of material, but to thrive in a way of, um, not getting, not getting played by the, by the game. Yeah. Because we are, we are allowing the game to play us in a sense. Mm -hmm. And what we're, what what I think we're doing is we're missing the point. We're missing the aim. We're aiming at the wrong, uh, end goal here, or at least, what we think is the end goal. I think we're just misconstrued in our, in our, in our, in our goals and aspirations or aspirations as, as like the truth community and all that. And even mm-hmm. people that are just normal, you know, I'm starting to see a lot of other people that are more kind of uh, you know, not such the internet buffs that are going and researching that are just watching the news that are like, I'm turning off the news. I'm done with this, you know? And it's because they're starting to feel that, that resistance and the fact that it's always sucking off their, their, their energy Mm -hmm. it's always feeding off of them or at least that's what it feels like is like you know if you ever like sat there at night with anxiety or depression or you know you have something on your mind and whether you can sleep or you can't you still it it just seems to be draining the life out of you and there seems to be some sort of mechanism so the fact is the the game that we're playing is where are you putting your energy and are you putting it towards yourself and and not in an egoic way but more so are you bettering your life in your own situation and raising your own vibration mm-hmm. and using that to do the same thing and uplift the ones around you? Or mm-hmm. are you walking around yelling conspiracy and and yelling, you know, that to wear a mask or to, or to do what you think that person should do and coming with a negative vibration and just kind of feeding that end of it? Yeah. And when we understand the game we're playing, we start realizing that we are doing it all backwards or at least we're just we're stopping at the wrong spot yeah we're not going far enough Mm -hmm. we're getting we're getting distracted without realize that we're actually being distracted you know that's that's the whole fucking enchilada of all of this 
And it's just crazy. It just goes to show that the nature of reality is just so much more complex. And, but there is, there is, and you know, people can be like, you know, but okay, well, what the hell? Like, are we ever going to really figure it out? Well, it's not about figuring it out. It's about having a better understanding of one. Yes. The architectural structure of some of these things and some of these realities and stuff, but also what your part is that you play in it, whether good, whether bad, anything, and then how that outwardly affects all things, you know, but there is, there is a, 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 a goal to work towards. And some people may think, well, oh, well, you know, did we got to wake other people up? You know, we got to, we got to fight the system. We got to this and stuff like kind of on the right track, but there's more, there's more to it. It's funny because the way that we've recently um, understood what's being done to us as the truth community is we're actually helping it perpetuate. We're helping it grow. We're helping it um, become more of a reality by instilling the fear and the energy and all of that into it. And it's funny because I watch a lot of the truth channels get very angry at people that don't either maybe don't believe in their, you know, the, the way that they're making things to be, uh, whether it's gematria or whether it's just people are still arguing about nine 11, which, you know, uh, by the way, Matt calls it the seven 11 application. So <laughs> we'll just call it the seven 11 application. Um, but, uh, yeah, so disagreements and, and fights and debates and all that. But in the end, if you look at everything, like an like an energy construct and like we said before where attention goes energy flows so whether you're giving something good energy or you're giving it bad energy it doesn't matter you're still feeding it the energy mm. and it's funny too cuz you you know you always ask yourself you look at a lot of these celebrities you look at a lot of these rappers and and people that are supposed to be like some inspirational uh, thing to look up to, to, to motivate us and, and whatever, and to, to be role models in a sense. And a lot of them aren't good people, but it's like, why are they getting so much all the time? Why are they getting rewarded? Well, think of it in the energy way. Regardless if you're smiting somebody or you're loving them, you're still paying them mind and you're paying them attention. And if we think of things like we've discussed in the past as an energetic mirror a quantum mirror you're you're communicating and giving them more energy whether good or bad so if you sit and 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 scream and yell at the thing that you actually don't want you're actually bringing it upon yourself more and even if you were to speak on more simple terms of the law of attraction whatever you think about comes about so if you're constantly just thinking about that thing that you actually hate and want to get rid of you're still thinking about it and bringing more of it. So what is the truth community doing that's you know maybe guiding us and leading us down the wrong path is we're, we're constantly thinking about the problem. We're constantly pushing blame. We're defending ourselves as we think that whatever way we're seeing it is the correct way instead of being open and, and ready to hear other people's uh, mindsets. We're always in this, comp, uh, this competitive state. And I've said before in the past, like, you know, growing up in a, in a society where politics, sports, 
all of these things condition us. Uh, just the way the system's built in general is, you know, even coming up in, in school and you have to get straight A's or whatever, and the kids that got the A's got treated better and they were more, you know, more popular. There's, there was always that reward system, and it's good to have that. Mm-hmm. But from, from it, our childhoods, it ends up actually becoming way more serious than I think what it, what it should be. We end up putting a lot of emotion into it. We, we put a lot of energy into it, and it all un- ends up being who's right, who's wrong, who wins, who loses. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot all around the truth community. I see that all around the people that claim to be doing something good for, for humans, and yet they might be, the intention might be there, but they don't realize that their ego is getting in the way. Yeah. And by understanding a deeper, um, more, you know, uh, fundamental way of seeing reality and, and how we're being played as the truth community and, and how it is we're actually helping this monster grow is, is understanding that fact of wherever your, atten- your energy and your attention is placed, it doesn't matter whether it's against it or for it, you're still feeding it. Yeah. And even if the ego doesn't get in the way right then and there, there is a susceptibility to it eventually being fed in the wrong way where it does get in the way down the road or something, or, you know, it, it, it's weird. It's the repercussions of it. The timeline can be very different because this thing that we call the matrix or whatever, you know, there it's, it's, it's like a scripted delusion of, well, it's our scripted delusion of, um, of a reality. Um, but the thing is like, it's also that reality and that matrix it you it's utilizing like this temporary like uh, way we construct our ego and it entices us to be able to uh, go into all things and relate with all of them with all of our senses and and we hang up onto that reality we're like this is you know this is real which those things are real it, it's it's very much a reality but as far as talking about a higher self and talking about a more um unity consciousness self not unity consciousness of this world but something like you would say being closer to god and not your biblical god in that way yes it's it's there as well but in this ultimate of like of of real freedom and liberty liberty and and sovereignty within yourself you know, being able to, 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 to go to that place. And sometimes in doing so, like a lot of people in the truth community or spiritual community and stuff, they may be doing certain things that are leading them that way. But I think there's an aspect of it that we're missing, that we are giving energy to the very thing that we're trying to either push out of our life or fight against. And instead, you know, we then we start wondering, well, why is this still happening to me? Why am I still experiencing this thing that I don't want to experience? Or why is there still so much hate in the world? Like, you know, why aren't things getting better? Well, this is going to be the reason why. Like, this is going to really show it. And for us to be able to create this sort of habit for ourselves, we can finally actually feel like we're getting somewhere. And also it'll help you just on the everyday of this mundane world to to really um not be so heavily affected by that this outer reality. You know, there there's an there's another one to explore. 
Yeah, I like to call it the the quantum IMAX theater, mm-hmm. where you know we're 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 occupying this vessel, and we're in you know the consciousness is not in the brain, but is it will no, it's in the brain, but it doesn't get it doesn't come from the brain, mm-hmm. and by understanding that, you're experiencing somewhat of a simulation like experience. You're you're in this realm but you're not you're not of it or you're not you're not you're not it itself you're you're experiencing inside of it in a sense because your soul is bigger than this mm-hmm. and in my opinion we're coming down here to have these senses and to, and to be able to feel and be able to grow and evolve as a soul but what you want to do is detach from it because the trap ends up being that you get obsessed and attached to it. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that it keeps you here. That's the way the construct works, is it wants to keep you here. So because we get so emotionally attached to our identities, we get, we get, we get attached to the things that we do in our lives, our pleasures, our, our any, anything that you, you, whether negative or positive, you're gonna, you get very attached and it's something we've been trained to do and conditioned and we have to unlearn that. Because that's the me- that's the the mechanism itself that's actually working against us, because we end up losing track of who we are because of what we're fighting for, in a sense. You know, and a lot of people say, "No, this is who I am. It's what I'm fighting for," but they lose touch because they become obsessed with what they're fighting for in itself, and and they they tend to now make it about winning. They they tend to make it about becoming the victor and if that's dragging you away from your soul you're no longer manifesting for your soul you're no longer here learning for yourself you're here stuck in the matrix and working for the matrix and it's just something we have to work on and by sitting here yelling on youtube or wherever you're at and whatever platform about what you hate and about what needs to change you're only helping it grow and it's our focus that has to change. It's great to be aware about things. It's great to crack the code in a lot of senses. Uh, gematria being one of them. I know that that's it gets controversial on, on on how it's how it works and all that. But you know, basically, gematria is uh, numbers coded uh, into letters, vice versa, and it tends to show up patterns over and over again. And a lot of people think that there's some conspiracy that. This is being done through occult practices and that humans are doing it. Yeah. But that's not going to solve it by knowing. Like you're not going to solve the issue by yelling at the issue. It's about getting in touch with yourself again and being aware of the issue and taking positive action. But to sit and yell and to to spurt in negative energy at the people around you that are supposed to be in your own community and that are trying to wake up with you and all that you're only doing the opposite and it's i think our point of awareness that's what it is that yeah. has to change yeah definitely cuz i think without locating that heart space that true heart space where like that real pure part of you that is there whether it's you know you consciously see it or not you know that pure part of your soul that's there and and being able to locate that heart space and when i say heart space i'm obviously not just really talking about your physical heart either but you know being able to locate it and be able to you know 
identify how you're not actually coming from that place. A lot of times when you do some of these things, such as like arguing and really trying to push your opinions or your views or, or trying to convince somebody to see a certain perspective or anything, you know, that in it, you're actually coming from that part of the ego and you're actually in turn identifying with those cravings and you're having those sort of attachments to all these things that are in our physical reality um, of what is, like you just said, the big IMAX theater, basically. And you're identifying and pointing them out. And like, this is exactly what is creating karma as well. And, you know, karma is like that tool that that keeps our ego locked into the game and coming back for more and just uh, just endlessly repeating this cycle. So it's like, how do we truly escape that? And I'm not just talking about just karma of, of, you know, you die, you come back in this life and no, there's, there's karma here in this reality as well. And there needs to be a sort of separation from it. And the way to do that is to be able to find that heart space and, really secure your ego because you need your ego too, but to be able to secure that and be able to start effectively knowing how to go inward and really being able to do the work there and creating that vibration, that frequency that it pushes back. That's the thing that pushes back, not you physically having to push back all the time or yell back or fight, you know, coming back inwards, it'll show outwards right mm-hmm. right and it, i mean you know analogies uh symbols all that stuff is always great for the mind to understand concepts and uh we could take the simple analogy of a video game and that you're occupying here in this avatar and let's just say just for a thought-provoking conversation here that the the, the name of the game isn't actually to come here and gain all of the money and to, uh, you know, get all the material success and all that. And that's just a piece of it. That's just like getting a level two. But the ultimate end goal is to come here to the and take care of things to the point where you don't need this place anymore and to detach from it and to actually graduate from this place to move on to the next. And when you grow an attachment to here, you're actually not winning the game. I mean, you could come here and enjoy these material uh, things. It's not, it's, it, 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 obviously, I would say it depends on what stage you're at as a soul trying to come here, but there's a lot of us out there that feel like, man, I've done this already. You know, I'm, 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 not, I'm not for this as much as everybody else. And um, it's, it's, it's coming into that realization that, we, we, we should maybe take it a little more lightly and treat it like a game and stop yelling and screaming at the TV and throwing the controller and, and get back into our own and remember what and who we really are and what this place really is. Yeah. And that's not to mean that you just have to disregard, you know, certain responsibilities or anything like it's, you know, well, it's part of the game. Yeah. To, that you, to, you are to come in here and be a part of it. Of yeah, course. Cause your, your soul, you know, there is a conscious, a consciousness and you know we've talked about how there's is this ultimate harmonious unity consciousness and you know things like duality and stuff yes exist and everything um which 
plays into a part of, you know, maybe some of those darker things we see in the ultimate matrix of this game and everything. But the soul, you know, has this conscious awareness to it. Um, and that conscious awareness occupies this, this meat suit, which is physical, which is part of this physical. So you're not going to completely escape this reality and this life and stuff. And so it's like, okay, well, what's the point then? Like how, how, you know, it sounds contradictory of, of how do I, how do I not be part of the game and stuff, but also be able to go beyond the game? You know what I mean? I'm still, I'm still in it. Well, that's the thing. It's because it happens on more of this etheric level and, you know, you still have to act within this one. And yeah, sure, whatever comes out after life and stuff like that, absolutely, it'll have its effect there, I believe. But being able to come to the understanding that it's like, okay, well, I need to have a little bit of discernment of of how much am I going to play this game or or what what am I going to do to, you know, change the rules of the game? A little bit. Not that you're changing the rules in such a sense that you're becoming some sort of rebel, revolu- rebel or revolutionary type person, but the revolution comes from within you, and it's an evolution as well. Evolution of the soul, evolution of your consciousness. These are the things that help you in fortifying yourself within you and helps you to take the process of escaping. Not, I don't want to say escaping, but cutting off those cords of the things of this reality that are affecting you in all these sort of ways that you could think about many different ways, all the different type of programming that we have and, and influence that we're getting and bombarded and just life seems chaotic and everything. And it shifts your perspective. It shifts you into one that kind of gets you to no matter what's going on in this reality, you're still able to function in a way and, still get the things you need to survive in it as well, but to be at a higher place mentally, emotionally, uh, even physically, it all, it all comes into play. To be in more in touch with yourself. And mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's the big thing yeah. is as much as you want to kick and scream and try and change the world, a lot of those simple, simple sayings always ends up coming back in the end to be absolutely correct and one of them is, is you can't change the world unless you change yourself yeah and and the other one is you know you, uh, when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change mm. and it might just sound dramatic and you know and cute and all that but it's it's not it's the truth because we want to go and change out there and then not change in here a lot of a lot of people before you go into any type of research or you want to go help and 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 join a group and and do these things Make sure that you have enough of your heart space taken up and, and and filled up of your own soul and know who you you are fully before you go join a group because then you end up becoming the group. You end up becoming the matrix. That's the point is, mm-hmm. and going back to that video game thing, is the game is to grow yourself and so you could flourish and then and then and then affect other people and help other people. But first you gotta you gotta do it yourself. And a lot of people use conspiracy and kicking and screaming and want to fight about which guy's the bad guy and who's the liar and who did the Jesuits kill this time and whatever it is. I mean, 
at this point, I watch all these things get repeated over and over again and nothing's changing and and it's not doing a great job of waking people up and it it comes from the fact i believe that it's because the energy we're putting out is we're only perpetuating the thing that we don't want because we're always focused on it Mm -hmm. and if we would learn to just focus on ourselves and to get into our own heart vibration into our own soul so we could vibrate our genuine authentic true soul what we really are Mm -hmm. We're going to attract the people. We're going to attract the circumstances. The, the, the things will take care of themselves in a sense. I'm not saying to, not be, to be of no action. I'm saying, is what you're doing every day, and I understand if you're at a job or, you know, you're, you're not, I get that, and the system has to be reorganized, and of course that needs to evolve. But I'm just saying, on your free time or what you're doing for the truth community and, and what you're speaking about, are, are you overly obsessed with, with what you're doing to the point where you're forgetting who you are and and what you should be doing for yourself. And if you are, hey, I watch a lot of people also do that. But the thing is, is I still see a main focus on the problem and and really not the solution. Or if someone has or is working on a solution, they're pushing some blame on something that we can't say is the truth. Mm -hmm. As much as numbers match this or... The curvature, this is this. I get all that stuff, but when we kick and scream and call their people stupid, and we and we we're we're constantly putting out this energy that we have it figured out or join my team and all that, it's just not going to work out. It's a matter of just getting in touch with yourself and affecting your immediate environment and the people around you, so we can all grow spiritually and become one in ourselves. And the game of the matrix is going to be all about: Are you in touch with your own soul? Or are you going to get attached to here, not learn anything, kick and scream to the day you die, and be stuck here, and then come back again and again, and caught in that deadly cycle? Yeah. We, we might be missing the biggest part of the game because we're so lost in the illusion. Yeah, because, I mean, the, like, think about it. Do we really want to be knowing this and and having this concept of, of, of the mind and and understanding that we can possibly even with good intentions at times be perpetuating the very problem that we're trying to resolve or something you know but the thing is because we're not really looking at the full spectrum of what it takes to resolve that problem it's like do we really do we you know are you willing to understand and come to a place within yourself that will help you accomplish the things in the way that really is the thing that's going to resonate with you the most. And, um, oh, there was something, there was something I, I had a thought on something too. Um, but I will, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it though. I'll, I'll remember. Yeah. So, and it's, it's not an easy, you know, it's, if, if it was easy to explain, you know, I've taken a lot of notes. I've listened to hours and hours of how the concept of the matrix and where we're at and how it works. I, I do get, in my mind, I have it understood very well, but to explain it to other people, mm-hmm. uh, it's real easy to either sound like a quack or that you're, you're confused yourself, but it is, it, it is the path to truly liberating yourself because the logical thing is, oh, I have to fight for my rights. I have to go fight for other people. And we always have to come back to what 
what's the energy that you're putting into this? Mm-hmm. What, what are you actually doing by the rules of the matrix? Because what you resist will persist. What you put your attention towards will grow. And we have to learn to focus on the growth factor. We already know what's wrong with the world. We already know that there could be potential secret societies and that there could be corruption in the government and that, and that bad things are going on. And with the whole CV and all, and all that other stuff, it, it, w- there's so many stories and narratives. Mm. And you could get so lost going down just one path and then eventually having to take a U-turn to come back and then you take another turn and oh, no, uh, yeah, kind of, and then you think you're getting somewhere mm-hmm. and yet you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. And it, it, it seems to be an ongoing pattern. Are we really getting somewhere mm-hmm. or are we missing the point? And that's what we're going to get at. Yeah, we need, we need to figure out how, what, what, you know, more than just saying, oh, the path of least resistance, like really understanding what that path is and being able to stay on it you know, oh, and the thing that I was that I was remember that I was going to say was I'm going to use an example of that whole thing of the path pa- uh, path of uh, of least resistance with something currently going on that like is just coming to mind now, and you could see how the media, the government, how it's actually influencing and programming us to believe that this is a reality. And we're right away, all of a sudden, it's striking us with fear or anger, um, making us put up a certain wall and we want to right away fight back. Meantime, yes, I know it's a, this thing is occurring um, already in some places and stuff, but there's certain people that are already hung up and like, and the thing I'm talking about is the fact that now that there's possibly going to be people knocking on your door, what I'm going to call them Jacobid witnesses. And uh, to to knock on your door and and you know tell you about the getting the getting the jab yeah the the, a, the action vaccination yeah exactly <laughs> and trying to get you to convince you to get the jabby jab and uh, you know and to give it to you right then and there and there's people that are livid about it which I understand people that are like do you you come to my door and you see what happens or whatever and stuff like that but take a second to process don't get so emotional just yet. One, is it happening yet? Two, no. Two, do you have to take it? No, you don't, you know? But also think about it this way. They come, right? Jacobid witness comes to your door. You know, have you heard about, you know, our Lord and Savior, the, the fucking jab? Well, you sit there, you answer the door, you get all visceral, you start uh, being real non-compliant about it. Think about it. You are acknowledging that little fucking minion of this of this all higher thing and this agenda that's going on. You're acknowledging it as this thing that's actually um, uh, effective. Giving it power. Exactly. You're giving it power. But not only that, they're docking you, documenting you down as, okay, that person lives here. That person has a wife and kids and everything and stuff like that. He's not, they're non-compliant and they're going to take that data and it's going to go back to wherever it goes. And it gets to stew more. So if things do really shit hits the fan, they know where to find you. They know to keep an eye on you now as well. But instead, what's a simple thing you can do? And I'm sure you want to fucking tell them off. Absolutely. But say you don't answer the door. 
you know, yes, I understand you got, you know, mail that goes there and stuff, but, and all these things that are potential proof that you live there, but you're also not acknowledging it. You're not acknowledging, you're also not letting it, you're not feeding it back by getting emotional about it and stuff. They don't really have a knowledge of if you're compliant or not. So therefore they don't, they're not going back to their headquarters with any data of you as a person and what your views are on this whole thing. Cause you didn't answer the door. So that's the thing. It's not letting it in, even though you're trying to fight back by opening that door and telling them off and everything you opened that door. Silence is golden. And you're letting them in without realizing that you're letting them in. And that's what I mean. What we mean about this whole fucking concept. And I think if, if that doesn't make it relatable to you now, I don't know what will. That's, that's probably the best analogy I could think about for that whole thing of taking the path of least resistance, how you're feeding it, all that shit. You're giving it an emotional, emotional reaction. Yeah. You're giving it power because you're giving it attention. And we'll yeah. just, we'll just state it. I, I usually, you know, as a person who's, who's learning as he's going and I have been learning for a very long time. I look very young, but I'm 31 years old and I've been in this game for over 10 years. Definitely. And studying the works and nature of the universe and how reality works. And then also looking into conspiracy and the, const- the, the construction of the society that we live in. I've always been a highly aware person and I don't usually just like to state things. But I'm going to state a few things. Mm-hmm. That we live in a quantum vibrational world. And that, and with scientific fact, we've proven that everything and anything exists. That time doesn't exist and everything exists all at the same time. And the thing is... is we experience this linear life because we need it that way or we wouldn't be able to experience that there would be no point to life if you weren't riding one single track. But we have the ability to tap into to different realities. And this just doesn't come from a physical, uh, you know, psychological standpoint of, oh, of course, if I think different and I act different and I feel different, different things are going to come about. Well, of course, of course. But the thing is, is the energy factor is so important because what it is is you're an antenna and you're tuning in constantly and helping things bring about and manifest. And we do this on an individual level and then we also do this on a, on a, on a um, collective level. And if you look at where the media is at and social media and where all the minds of the citizens of America are at and even the whole world and think about the focus. And so if we bring about what we think about and what we feel about, and, and we're consistently, you know, uh, getting mad at other people and, and, and like I said, the negative energy to that. Or if we're constantly listening to the TV and we're sitting in fear and anxiety of, of what's being spread and we're watching things like what happened in Florida and God bless their souls and I wish them well. But if we, we constantly have this focus and we're, and, and we're doing that as a group, wouldn't you think that we're bringing all of that more and more on because more of us are focusing on it. More of us are thinking about it. We're not focused on ourselves anymore. And it's like almost like the reality itself and uh, the government or whatever you want to call it is its own entity now. It's alive. And because we're giving these ideas power and and all of this, we're we're watering the seeds Mm -hmm. every day because we're constantly thinking and feeling towards these things. And as a whole, because we're focused, we're not getting rid of it. I don't care if you're fighting for it, you're fighting against it. 
you're thinking about it, if you're feeling about it, if you're conversing about it, if it's in your everyday thoughts and reality, you're only helping it grow because we've, we manifest. We manifest the life we experience. And the more we step away from ourselves, the more we manifest for other people and other things, and we don't manifest for our own soul. When you get in touch with your own soul and you know what you are in your heart, life comes together. And yeah, the law of attraction and all that, of course, but as we've stated before, it's getting in touch with your spiritual self. And what does that mean? Meaning just yourself. Know thyself. Know who you are before you go out kicking and screaming. Are you even really fighting for anything that you truly want to fight for? Or is it because you have no direction or you're confused? And if you are, take a step back. We're all so aggressive and, and, and ready to go. And we and we get it. I mean, we're, we're humans too that live in this, you know, the state that, uh, that everyone else is dealing with. We all have our limitations. So this isn't, isn't just a, a call to arms to say, hey, let's all just relax, peace, and, and kumbaya. That's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. It's more so having this directional change of focus and understanding where we're really at and what the real goal is and to change the mission in a sense. Because right now the mission is to fight against that thing we want to get rid of. And by rules of of the universe by ancient law we're fighting it we're we're growing it because our attention is there yeah because your best your best weapon is not necessarily your guns and you know going out to protest or rioting or trying to overthrow a, a system and stuff like that or even sometimes your words your best weapon is the development of your consciousness the development of your higher self and your the, the, your inner self and how that is is because it's allowing you to tap into a higher vibrational frequency and since everything is vibration and frequency um you know if you're tapping into something higher you're tapping into something that's beyond the frequency of which we live in that we call our reality you're tapping into something that's going to manifest into you. You're calling upon it, basically, without trying to go out and force it. You're calling upon it to come within you and work through you. And therefore, you are are harnessing that frequency. You're harnessing that thing. And it's going to um, expand outward within you because you are a physical being as well. And it's going to manifest now into the physical. It's going to be infectious. You think, you know, you're just one person. Yeah, well, you're just one person when you're going into a group and you're fighting for a cause and everything. But that, what do you say? Oh, well, together, you know, you know, we're, we got the majority and stuff. Well, same concept works for this, though. Why are we not developing this on top of it? Because then you become infectious and not to be that you got to try to wake people up or scream at them, yell them and tell them that they're doing things wrong and everything and stuff. No, it's about the fact that you can have that infectiousness. And sometimes it doesn't even take words. It takes your presence. It takes you being able to stand into your own and being around those groups of people, not even necessarily talking about any of this stuff. It could just be it coming up in natural conversation and you giving somebody and, and, and just how you are being now coming from a place of your higher spiritual self or anything, you can actually, once again, not to say kumbaya or anything, but you're coming from a place now that is going to um, be in more of an attractive energy to maybe some person. 
that you're around or a group or just any sort of environment that you're in. And because of the fact that it has some sort of sense of peace to it, it has some sort of sense of feel goodness to it that maybe a lot of most people are lacking right now. And, and that attractiveness on its own is going to draw them in and it's going to develop now. Now you have two hearts working on that same development of consciousness and development of that heart, heart space and that output of frequency in that way. And it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. And next thing you know, it's more infectious amongst the collective. And I think that that's the theme of where we're getting into um, as, as a whole, as society and how the world is going and, and even just the, the cosmic universe of things and all of that. And even with astrology, when we say age of Aquarius, like, you know, we think that it's like, oh, okay, well, connecting now with technology. Well, no, it's about using the arts as well. Using, using the arts of being able to not necessarily have to express everything with, um, with our words and being able to be so physical with everything and stuff. Sometimes the best expression comes from these more creative art-based things. And these are also things that are tapping into the higher self as well. So when you're developing them and then outputting it in that way too, it's also creating more of, um, of an emotion behind it. It has more of the ability to attract somebody towards it and get a certain feeling that they need in order to resonate with it and to allow it to come in for themselves as well, no matter where they're at. And I remembered what I was trying to, the, the, the law I was trying to remember before we started recording was the law of resonance. Uh-huh. So, so like you're saying, if I get, in, like anybody, if I'll use myself as an example, if I get into a state where now I love music and I, I love astrology and I love I love whatever I whatever brings me back to my happy place makes me feel like Ray makes me know I'm Ray uh, uh, just brings me to a good frequency. It doesn't matter if someone else has different things that bring them, bring them to that frequency or not. The way it would work is because I'm just vibrating higher on an emotional plane. Those motions they they resonate out and with the law of resonance which what that is if you use two guitars two acoustics and you pluck one string and it's the note a and the other one is is slightly out of tune when you pluck this one the other guitar will start vibrating at the same note Mm -hmm. so like that us humans do the same thing so if you walk around with a higher vibrational frequency there's going to be two things that happen you're going to either affect other humans and lift them up and bring it or you are going to be repulsive to others where they're so low and the note is so different and they're tuned so different that nothing will come of it but the thing is is by walking around with that higher frequency and tapping into the higher power and into the higher self you're giving other people a chance to also do the same thing you are so it would be our work not to kick and scream and walk around with a chip on our shoulder saying the jesuits did everything and and and, and whatever and jesuit joe is gonna kill the world and knock on your door it's really not it. Mm-hmm. It's getting in touch with yourself because when you start to vibrate higher, you become infectious. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what things make you happy or feel, make you feel certain ways, it's just about getting into that higher state. And we all know that when you get in a good mood or in a happier vibe and all that, good thoughts just start to come. You start to notice better things. Your, your brain naturally kicks on and starts to notice a better world. 
So it's about just getting ourselves out of the slump and out of the focus of all of the issues and start focusing on what the solution is. Yeah, I think and it, that really, you know, the what the reality in the matrix has been showing us is that now is a perfect time to uh, do these things. It is a perfect gateway. Like it is, and you know, and this is not the only time I feel like that humanity has had these evolutionary uh, um, uh, times to be able to do these things. When I say evolutionary, I don't mean necessarily something that's evolutionary physical. Like I said before, it manifests into the physical in certain beings and certain things and certain aspects of life and creates new realities as well and new perspectives. But it's, it's an awesome time for that because there's so much information that's being shown to us that there's such an opportunity of development of something more than just of this world and of this reality. There's something more that is able to grow within us as well. And we need to uh, be aware of that. We need to be aware of that and be able to further explore those things a little bit more than exploring so much of the information that's coming in from this outer world thing, this thing that's just projecting its its own reality that we think that it's it's the ultimate of what we're what we're a part of. We're a part of it, but it's not everything. Well, and, is it mm-hmm. is it itself driving us to take actions or are we actually coming from inside mm-hmm. and 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 pushing them out? Yes. You know, is is the reality influencing mm-hmm. you to the point to lose touch with what you were really here for in the first place. Exactly. And like what I'm saying to that, like this isn't the only time. And if you need, if, if anybody needs further proof to understand how, you know, this is, this is something that happens um, in the, that has happened as well in the past and stuff. I, I think a good example would be, uh, you know, cause I said how sometimes it's not about words anymore. It's not about fighting back physically and stuff. And what did we just get into? We went into a lot about the Protestant Reformation with the Vatican and Jesuits and that whole thing. And because that was its own revolution, that Reformation was a revolution. And um, and it, it sparked thought and ideas. And it sparked uh, uh, ideas that were contrary to the norm of what was already being projected by the Vatican and, and Jesuits and everything. And therefore they started developing the mind to be able to write and read and put out these things. But with doing that in something such in a physical form as well, even though it was good, it also created a more, more of a resistance to the point where it created a whole nother pendulum of them people trying to them people. You like that English <laughs> them people, <laughs> taking that now and being like okay well this is now the new thing that people are doing we're going to change it our way and the opposition of the very thing that we're fighting for jumbled it up and all it did is it jumbled up now we have you know that that was the whole textual criticism error and and uh uh, um uh changing of documents and manuscripts and bibles and all these things and and literally everything just getting so diluted now at this point but what did that now end up leading to? Because there were certain people who were attuned and got in tune with themselves and went more into the creative aspect of, of their minds and went to something that was more connected to the divine that they started 
almost encrypting in a way um, truth and expression. And they did this through art, started doing it through music. This is what brings on the Renaissance. You know, yeah, this, not, not like not like drill rap and yeah, and not trap that. and, and <laughs> like and all that. You know, like we need more inspiration again. We we mm-hmm. we need to. You know, music is is a form of emotion. Yeah, and what, what, even that, like Confucius, the, the 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 what was it? Like the state of a a kingdom will be furnished by the quality of its music. Mm. You know, and like or a society. And and the thing is, is like. Music is vibration itself and emotions itself. And how is art even affecting us at this point too? So like that even needs to be reformed in a sense that we, we need more artists and people that are more inspirational. But that, that system is, is grabbing on tight because it, do, it wants to keep feeding. So even the industry of art and music and all that is taken over by this concept of, you know, selfishness and greed and aggressive you know, sexuality and all that stuff when we get so disconnected from love and, and, and it sounds gay, but I don't give a fuck. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it is, it's gay, it's happy, it's, it's good. It's truth. <laughs> Especially in this day and age, you're going to have to accept that. Yeah. Um. You know, so it doesn't, it's not, it's not a bad thing to be in touch with your emotions and actually, because guess what? <laughs> I mean, as much as any tough guy out there or any bad bitch out there wants to be in their own ego and all that, at the end of the day, when you understand how the energetic functions of this reality work, that all of that negativity, all of that selfishness will always be mirrored back and will catch up to you in the end anyway. And that is your karma. And karma translates Mm. to action. And the thing is, is so you're taking action from the ego and you're taking action from a negative place. What goes up must come down. And, 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 and as within, so without is also another where, you know, you can might go up, temporarily at the to the high place but you're gonna have to come down it's all about getting that even keeled ride and riding the wave and becoming yourself and staying balanced and on the narrow path and we have to get all off all of the these extremes that we have about our personalities and all this social media mindset of that we have to be some sort of you know extra type of person and uh start caring about our fellow man and also caring about ourselves by by getting in touch with ourselves again and and that's that's you're always going to lose if you're not thinking energetically or from the soul. That's it. If you're not thinking from the heart. Yeah. Hell yeah. Louder for the fucking people in the back. But wish I could wish I could be loud. Yeah. It's two 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 actually. <laughs> two 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 a.m. Yeah. But yeah. But I, I mean, you know, even just in order to even accomplish that balance in the outer world and stuff, you have to first create that balance inward. I think that's that's the overall thing that we're trying to stress here when it comes to that. Um, and yes, we're going to go more into, and of course, all the time go into on the ways of actually developing those things. And we have said now, like really going into the more creative feeling based of things, but, you know, not so much feeling based of like we were saying before, how we can develop such a, an attachment and an emotional attachment to these things that are in the outer world, developing more of an emotional attachment to something that's beyond you that's so supernatural but that you know exists you know it's there and exists within you and it's way more vast than our understanding and it's not necessarily the same thing with a lot of these things that we're talking about it's not necessarily that you have to go and figure it out you know there's a lot of these things you're not going to figure out how can you figure out those things anyway if you're not figuring out yourself first if you're not even figuring out how you function 
you know, and well, most meant, people like, think that that's, that's a lost cause. Like most people think that it's like, oh, this kid's telling me to get in my, to find myself and all that. I mean, I don't even know who I am or you think you know who you mm-hmm. are and that's just you speaking from your ego because yeah. if you knew who you were, you'd be happy and you'd be affecting the world in a, in a much more positive way. And hey, if you are, this only goes out to, it's like this goes out to you know who you are Yeah. Um, in a sense. So like, of course, you know, we don't speak to everybody in a sense from that but we are saying that if you aren't aware and if you aren't in your own and you aren't doing things from the soul, then you, you, there there has to be that point of uh, coming back inwards, taking that in-breath and, be, and, and getting in touch with yourself again. If you don't know who you are, that's the only thing you should be worried about right now. Mm-hmm. Not about what secret societies are doing and, you know, black magic and pedos and, and whatever. All that stuff's going to be there and we'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. But we need everyone at their strongest vibration, at their strongest state before we can even take that action. And because it's not gonna be strength of just physical manner, but spiritual manner. It's the energy that's gonna override the earth and change the world and change the matrix and form it into what it is that we want because we're communicating constantly mm-hmm. to this to this structure. And it's not your words and 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 just your actions and whatever. It's it's you as a whole spiritually. It's you emotionally and 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 what you're doing to instill that vibration in you on the daily basis. And if you're not doing something like that on a daily basis and you're, and you're, and you're constantly just, you're doing things, whether it's for look or it's for some self gratification or self validation, any of that stuff is not a good place to come from. It's learning to love yourself first. There's no other question about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I really do believe that it takes only a handful of the world population to, get on the same page of knowing their higher self and being more in their higher selves. And it takes, you know, only a handful of people all doing that and somehow connecting their connecting this, this, their frequencies all together. And I think just tapping into an overall frequency of being in that state that it only takes just a handful of people like that to really have momentum in changing the things that all these other people that aren't doing those things necessarily are they're they're just chasing the wrong things or whatever then you have other people that are asleep that it'll actually change the tides of what's what what we're what we're seeing in this reality that needs fixing so bad think think of the analogy of if you have a dark room and you light just one candle mm-hmm. that that one little you know, piece of light and one little flame mm-hmm. can light up almost half the room. So light always overpowers the darkness and it only takes mm-hmm. a little bit. And, and that's a true metaphor. Yeah. It really does. It really does work like that in a sense. We're only probably 20%, whatever the number is, it's going to be a minuscule number, but not, you know, not a lot to help change this place. And so we bring it back to where's your focus and what it is. Are you really, you know, what, what's it, that you're really doing to help yourself in the world and to and to lift you up because the energy uh, or the the matrix is only sucking you in when it's trying to lure you into another conspiracy or another secret society story or another sad story on the news and you know what are those things really doing to you and if they're not making you feel high vibe or you're not getting any, any progression it's time to just make a change it's just what you're doing just needs to be adjusted mm-hmm. and it's 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 how is it affecting your inner world before anything yeah. And on and many times on this podcast, we have 
spoke about, um, you know, talking about this going inward with yourself, really discovering yourself, getting, you know, create elevating consciousness within yourself, getting to your higher self, whatever. We've spoke on many methods of it. And, and you know what, if it seems like this very difficult thing, it's, it's, it's actually not, it's, it's, it's actually not at first it, we've said it before. It takes discipline. It takes, um, a true intention of wanting to, and also to be able to have, um, a bit of, you know, to be a little understanding of, of the ego as well not completely diminishing the ego, but also not giving it too much because that ego is going to be able to allow you to fortify that heart space of yours and that higher self and all that, like to really be able to bring it into, into grasp, uh, but also to be able to block out those things that try to sway you or pull you back into the game, pull you back into the matrix and all those things. So, you know, the things that we have said many times before, and we used a lot of it, and that's why we spoke about esoteric knowledge and all that stuff. And we've also spoke about, you know, the the weird, twisted, dark turns that, you know, this true esoteric knowledge has has taken as well throughout history. But the reason why we talk about it is because there's something to, there's something to, gain and resonate with that we are supposed to be bringing back inward that's the whole point of it not for us to sit there and only focus on how it's being used for you know black magic and how the who what society governments and you know tribes or whatever is hiding it how it's been twisted and all all this stuff you know that's interesting that's fascinating it's great and it helps you keep an open eye to the deception and seeing what this outer reality um is is pushing back on us like the mechan uh the mechanism of it in yes a sense. exactly you're seeing it at work by observing these mm-hmm. forces being used and mm-hmm. by them showing up constantly it just brings you to a point of awareness mm-hmm. but instead of always observing the fact of how they're using it and what's going on and and, and, and you know it's it's how how can this relate or how can I wake myself up more and become more aware and conscious of it and how could I bring that to other people yeah and then how can I maybe use it myself you know how could I change what's going on with that by understanding it more we're always so quick to point a finger but yet mm-hmm. have we really fully understood and come from an unbiased placed place mm-hmm. and say you know I'm learning this just to understand it first not so I could jump on a team and start yelling at the other team and the other yeah. at the other side. Exactly. It's it's the point of not getting distracted by those truths of deception. You know, those are the truths that could come out from a lot of this stuff is understand. Wow. I could see how it's being twisted. Wow. I could see the lies and stuff. You know, don't get distracted by those things to the point where you don't go back to, okay, but still wait a minute. This is a, this is a thing. Like I'm saying, the esoteric knowledge, just esoteric knowledge has been twisted and turned and used in different ways to for for negative stuff and stuff. Well, okay, wait a minute, but I need to I I need to understand that esoteric knowledge for myself, or I need to understand, uh, you know, religion to see where I'm falling into things or whatever, you know, or spirituality and everything. Like to take it and transcend it to be like, okay, now here's how it's going to work and flow through me. 
I now got the understanding of the lies and the deception and the turn and how it's perpetual, how, how taking, say something like the esoteric knowledge has, uh, you know, been necessarily taken for good and all of a sudden turned into bad. Well, guess what? I don't want to do that now with that knowledge. So thank you for showing me, um, fucking IMAX screen. Is that what you called it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for showing me so that I know what not to do. Now I'm going to come myself and I'm going to actually look at the thing that's actually being said within those things. And it's, and it's as close to pure form as you can and start putting into action within me. This way, I, I know what it's going to do once I develop that. I'm understanding how powerful it is. This way, that's where the part of believing as well because and, and the whole manifestation problem is because you have come to an understanding and are allowing that type of feeling to work within you. Not the feeling of, oh my God, all the bad shit that's being done with it out there. The feeling of knowing, oh wow, it is this powerful if you just know it and you use it within you and work it and everything and stuff you know and we've said also in the podcast that a lot of it comes down to meditation you know not and and we've we, we've gone on and on about about what that means meditation meditation is something that you're going to have to figure out you know and how how it works with you and yes there is science behind it as well you know so that's why we've talked about and understanding all those things everything's ties together and if you can come to a place that is going to more, you know, say in your meditation, bring you to allowing those things to occur within your body to help your physical help the mental to help the, 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 the spiritual to really, it just, it starts connecting it all and it's getting everything in sync and it, it'll allow you to be able to call that very thing that you need to call in to start making that difference within you and it'll show up on outside of you and it'll start to move amongst you. And the better you do it, the more that you will be protecting yourself and your heart space and also your ego in order to keep from falling back into the game or letting it penetrate to you and poison the very core of you. So, you know, and, 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 you know, you say the, uh, you know, you're watching other people use it and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, people think it's all bad because it's being used for bad, but using the analogy, like the hammer where you can murder your next door neighbor, you could build a house for a homeless person. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a tool, electricity, you could power up a house or you could burn a man a lot, or, you know, you could cook a guy for being a criminal and all that. And you could use all, any of these things are neutral party. Mm-hmm. And it always comes from the fact of how are you applying it? And what's funny is we all have to build ourselves our spiritual homes, but we've been told that the hammer's evil if you use it. Mm-hmm. And that's not the truth. That you learn all of this stuff and come back to it and understand there's the there's the polarity and the positive side to it. So that's just how you apply it and all this stuff. But to go into it and not know the rules of the game or how your opponent, if you want to call it your quote-unquote opponent, or uh, if someone's impeding on your free will or, or being used against you, how to use it back or how to let it go so it can't affect you anymore. And that's understanding the construct and, and things in the occult and astrology and, and all of this stuff. It, it seems so, you know... Uh, non-applicable to a lot of people because they think it's just it's you know it's fun and games or it's it's nonsense and bullshit it's very or whitewashed some people, 
Yeah, or people think it's uh, you know it's evil and it's heresy and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just not the truth from from how deep we've gone into it. So it's more so understanding the game, understanding the tools and everything, and and we we we've been had because since actually for I don't even know how long for maybe thousands of years for this knowledge was hidden and then it came out, but then when it came out. It came out, came out through the way of watching other people use it and for negative reasons. And then now we're all just focusing on, oh, these people are doing it and they have us convinced that we're doing it. But we're forgetting that the, it's, it's, it's the attention that counts. How are, you, how are you seeing it? How are you looking at it? And are you even using it? Or are you just kicking and screaming at the other, at the other person or thing that's using the actual knowledge itself? Are you even applying it the right way? That's that's where we need to get caught up. We need to get off the fact that we need to go down these rabbit holes of conspiracy and learn the functions of where we're at, what we're in, and what we truly need to do. And as the more we grow and become connected, the more of an effect we'll have because we'll have more collective energy to go towards these things. But we but we have so many people brainwashed on, you know, the TV telling them something and then believing it and then and then they're kind of just constantly bringing that reality about so changing our focus and i do have a diagram i wanted to show so when we post the video and i'm i'm sure when we're doing the podcast when we post this up on the actual streaming thing for the podcast Mm -hmm. um that people will still get a good idea of what we're talking about because this diagram is this is what we were thanking Matt McKinley for and this is Matt McKinley of Quantum of Conscience and uh, YouTube channel and he's on free voice I gotta say that again and he designed this and once I watched his demonstration um, it gave me such a good visual it made me understand it way more and it, it, it even simplified it and you know I'm not trying to say this is fully truth but this resonates with me to the core mm-hmm. and uh, you know if you're watching this you'll you'll definitely see what we mean but if you're just listening, uh, the diagram is basically a bunch of circles, and then you have a circle in the middle with the heart in it, and the heart is your heart-based reality. It's where it's where you experience life. Your reality is the things you manifest. It's the things in your heart field, and you experience these things most likely on the daily. But the thing is, and the problem is, is outside of that, is you have the ego-based mindset, which is basically using the mind and being disconnected from the heart and constantly thinking from the ego. And then outside of that, you have the uh, collective consciousness. You have the consciousness of the whole. You have the group think. You have the society and what they want you to be and what, and what you should do and all the ideas and things that come from that. And then there's just one last layer, and that's the screen of the matrix. It's, it's the actual machine itself. It's the 3D realm that we live in that wants to keep us here. And with the more that we obsess and kick and scream against it, the more we feed it. So the goal would be to actually retract towards the middle of the circle, to come back to the heart center where, where these things can't get a hold of us hmm. and to come back into our own realities. Yeah. And we're so disconnected and, 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 and that's, that's really the, the, the main goal of say something like this diagram. Because the lies and the deception will always keep coming. The reality will always lay out the breadcrumbs for you. Whether you believe the 7-Eleven application was real or not, or it was an inside job or not, it's if you believe this side or that side, it doesn't matter. You're still feeding the matter. You're still the matter. You're still feeding it, and 
the 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 elusive and tricky part of the reality it will it will it will always show you what you're looking for and that's the trap so if you're sitting there going the government's bad and this and that and all that the reality is so smart the simulation we live in is so smart that it will show us that exact thing we're looking for and if it's not something that's in our heart space and in our soul we are ultimately connected and then we stay trapped and it becomes a habit to think outside of ourselves and then we're all, we're always looking outside of ourselves we're always in the senses of um you know being the body and only the body and mm-hmm. forgetting that we are the awareness and the heart yeah and that's the thing if you're not you if you know what what, what comes from it if you if you build up um and fortify this heart-based reality um and purify it um what happens to it is it starts to expand. It starts to become, uh, have a lot more momentum to it. It starts to take on the same thing that the screen is in this reality, only just opposed to it. And that is the thing that is going to say, fight back. For you, not that you have to necessarily go into it physically yourself. You don't have to jump into the screen and 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 fight through the fight through these barriers and everything with you know picketing and words and whatever all those things that we've talked about. But instead, this alone is able to change something on so much more of a deeper level. Um, and it's just it's just seeing it in this form the way Matt put it out as well really allows you to see, and you could take examples by looking at this as well, you know, and, and you could break this down uh, even, even further when looking at it to see how these things um, and these layers and all the things that are within these layers, how they actually um, show up in the things that we know in life and how we actually are seeing them, in play and always have been. Uh, and it really gives you a broader understanding. And, and I, to me, it, it feels very, it feels very liberating. You know, to me, it feels like that. It's like, it's not, you know, things aren't hopeless or, or useless or any of that. Instead, it, it, it gives me something that I know I can actively work towards and work on. And I know that there's things that I can actually drop there's things that I could cut myself off from as well and still be functioning in this reality but building up something that's going to be so much more uh you know it's going to give back so much more to, to me and everybody can do this and everybody should in a sense because of the fact of what it will do on a collective level Right, because it becomes infectious. It goes Mm -hmm. back to the law of resonance that if you're vibrating out and being your highest self, that you will affect others and lift others others up. That's that's how you change the world, not from the kicking and screaming in the physical itself, because that's the trap. That's the game. Mm -hmm. That's the trick it plays. Is it wants you to follow those breadcrumbs, and uh, it wants you to go keep seeking outside of yourself, because then that disconnects you from yourself, and now you start giving your energy back to it, and instead of keeping it within yourself and using it for your growth and using it for affecting the other people around you. So the thing is, is all the the concepts and ideas that we've gained from society and from our parents and from our friends and from everybody else that you know from outside of us, this this outer reality is is shaping us more than you know 
from the inside. And that's the goal is to figure out what's truly on the inside, but we have to unlearn. We have to separate ourselves from the IMAX theater. We have to remember that it's just a movie. We have to remember that we are powerful enough to create our own world and to bring things back to ourselves. And once we realize that, not only do we gain the the control back, but we start giving it to other people. And that thing that we're kicking and screaming against, it ends up deteriorating. It ends up dying and going away because we're no longer even paying it any mind. You're no longer you're no longer giving it the attention that it needs and the energy it needs to feed off of. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, all of these things that we've we've come up with, all these traditions and all this culture and all of, uh, you know, uh, understandably we want to congregate and be one, but we're doing it in the wrong sense. We're doing it for the outer reasons. We're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it, we think we're doing it for ourselves, but we're not because we've been programmed to think that those things outside of us are for us. It's it's a matter of coming from the inside first, and that's where he where Gio was talking about meditation. You want to meditate because it brings you back to the heart center. It brings you back to the center. It drops all the ideas and the things that you've been told, and it allows you to hear your own soul speak to you. It allows you, if you want to say in a more religious way, it allows you to hear God speak to you. And you could say in simple simpler terms, just your own spirit. You know what it is that you truly love about life, and and if you haven't found it. It's time to find it, and this is the only way. Society and the screen, the IMAX theater, is not going to tell you what it is that your soul needs. You have to find that out. But if you don't, it will decide for you. Mm-hmm. And, the, and we're, we're, that's what we're doing. We're allowing this world to decide for us what yeah. this life should be about. Yeah, and I think there's something I, I want to make sure that we don't gloss over that you said was about... Um, that's a big part of this as well when it comes to that heart-based reality and doing the work on that reality is there it takes a lot of unlearning unlearning things and it's so it's, it's just it's just crazy because it's like that's literally the beginning of our podcast those first few episodes had a lot to do with those things of how we believe and how we've been conditioned through what's being shown here as the screen, as you know, society and everything that has infiltrated our heart-based reality. Our heart-based reality came from a pure place. It was untouched, but as we've grown and developed and everything, you know, between parents and schools and governments and all, all these things and experiences in this world and stuff and not understanding the separation between, you know, the outer world and the inner world and stuff, you know, it has infiltrated our heart-based reality. There's feelings caught up in there about things uh, or importances given uh, to certain things where it's like that we need to be able to um, be able to let those things fall and shatter some of our realities to be able to come to one of this real this real pure heart-based reality not to say that you're going to be perfect or anything it's not the expectation to be some sort of saint or anything you know it's about the fact of being able to be like okay well i can understand that life has shown me this and programmed me in this way and it's not to say you need to go back and get mad or blame because I think that's also something that society has taught us with, you know, survival of the fittest, you know, that it's a dog eat dog world. 
and that, you know, we, we see it all the time with our, you know, within the news of, uh, and just not even just in the news, but just in general uh, with the governments and like trying to constantly countries blaming other countries for this and, you know, victimization all the time and stuff. And we've take that on as something of our own response to a lot of our experiences in reality. And that's a major thing to move away from, you know, because once again, if you start falling into that victim role, you're playing right back into society. You're playing right back into that screen and, and, and you're connecting back to it no matter what. So no matter what, how bad of something this thing has happened to you or whatever, that's where you have to have that mindset of understanding where it came from, the origins of those things. But then once you figure that out, you understand how that does not define what is truly there within your heart-based reality. No matter where it's infiltrated and everything, you got to forgive it and let it go. So you can start developing it in new so that you can come to it with, with a cleanse and allow the good stuff to really develop now. Right, right. And mm-hmm. and uh, for the next few episodes, and well, there's a few more things we want to go over with this because, you know, I, I did make a connection uh, with, with Matt's work and uh, a book I've read uh, a number of times. I've talked mm. about it. Uh, transurfing and the idea of pendulums. And I know if that you're into the occult, uh, you know what an egregore is. And an egregore is basically a, basically think of it as like an entity that exists in the astral world and it's like a thought construct. And what it does is it has this control over a group of people and it influences their thoughts and their emotions. And it only grows because those people keep thinking and feeding into it and they keep, you know, uh, whether they're doing rituals or they're just giving it emotion on the daily, they're they're paying it mind, they're paying it attention. And once again, what are we giving our attention to? Mm-hmm. Uh, our emotions and thoughts are more powerful than we think. We're feeding things, and so I I do want to definitely elaborate more on this chart, and we will. And there's many things to go over uh, with it, but I won't. We won't stay on it too much on this episode because mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna carry on with this and refine our presentations and our talks on this the more as we go because it really isn't an easy concept to try and represent when uh, you know me and Geo take it into account that we're talking we're trying to talk to everybody whether you've never heard the concept before or you have um, or you're at a certain point where you're halfway there or you're where we're at where we're not all the way there but we're learning as we go but we understand it and it's it's not easy and it will take some time and refining so uh, if you can have patience Um, and if not that this has been all over the place, but you know, if it's still unclear or you're just thinking it as like, you know, esoteric mumbo jumbo or just concepts. And yes, this is a thought exercise, but more so is we do think in our souls that this is leading us towards a greater understanding and a greater, uh, a map to really keep, you know, in your, in mind when you're going through life. Because even like with, when you look at Matt's drawing, there's from the center circle of where the heart is. Out of that, you have the ego ring. And then in the ego ring, you have a hand coming out of the heart. In, and you see another hand coming from the the screen or the society, um, which is connected to the screen. So society and the screen are try, constantly trying to grab you out of your own space. And so you could use this diagram to remember that there's always going to be things that are going to try and take you out of your heart and take you out of your own uh, individual self and, and your higher vibration. And... It's, it's about this game of awareness and staying aware of that 
keeping that meditation up, keeping mm. those good good habits up, and keeping um, you know your focus on on you, so you can bring something to the world opposed to you know throwing a brick at the wall uh, at at the world. It's it, it's not about trying to change it materially first, but society will always try and tell you different. It's always going to try and make you contribute to what it wants you to do. And it's about staying focused. It's about keeping that awareness. And something like this is, I know for sure that I haven't seen anything better than this yet on giving me some sort of physical diagram and to remind me that this this 3D matrix is just trying to grab me and take me away from myself. And that's and that's the goal here. So, And, and in the next thing we bring up, we're going to talk about a little bit more on the mechanism of that. Yeah, absolutely. And you got to remember that it, it's the, 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 the attempts to take you out of your heart space. A lot of it, it, it does come with, uh, it comes through the mind many times, you know, yes, there's a lot of, uh, emotions behind things as well, but the development of it occurs within the mind. And that's why doing, uh, you know, going through something like this, that, like you just said, is a mental exercise as well but also doing other things like we said of meditation, other types of mental exercises and thought process in that way to understand, you know, what kind of thought processes are coming about and the feelings you're getting from them. Are they, are they resonating with you in a way that you're understanding it's, you know, this screen or society based uh, or ego based, or is it, you know, more so of uh, driven towards something uh, that's higher than all that. And, and, that's separate from that, you know? And so that's one thing I remember. And that's why it's important to develop the mind in that way, you know? Cause in this concept that if you're, if you're keeping your focus and energy outside of yourself, you're, you're going to become naturally, you're going to become more of attached to the screen and the, and this place. Um, not saying that this place is a bad place, but I'm saying that becoming attached to it isn't good. You know, uh, Back in ancient times, they would celebrate death because they knew that they moved on to the next world, that they moved on to the next level. Or if they did want to reincarnate, hell, your soul can come back and want to and enjoy these experiences. But if we're coming back to a world like this, where where the the whole population is so um, spiritually disconnected, uh, I, hell, I wouldn't want to come back if it's like this. Uh, and whether it's a way out or whether it's a way to evolve, and this is part of the game, if this is the life video game and the way to win isn't just to go succeed materially, but it's it's about having that spiritual success of, of, of coming into yourself and your own and living the experience that you were meant to live um, and understanding that more and uh, gaining wisdom. I, I this, is, this is the doorway in, and it's, it's not doing us any good the way we're living right now. We're destroying... Uh, the planet or plane that we're on, um, you know, we're destroying each other. Uh, it, it's 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 not a beautiful place at the moment, and it really is when you take out all the humanistic traditions and destruction that we bring. So, uh, if you want to argue that this would be something more along the side of nonsense, or that it's eh, you know, uh, to, you know, just keep on keep an unbiased outlook and and allow the seed to be planted and and really keep an open mind because mm-hmm. um, not much else is working and uh, y- you know it w- it would make more sense this way because living for the material has done nothing but create selfish people and greed and uh, and competition and that's that seems to be destroying this beautiful place that we're in 
and uh, it's time to try and learn how to beat the game and get out of here or make it a better place. Yeah. And if there's, and if this, what we're, what we're saying and what we're showing and going into in this concept, if you're having a hard time with understanding it or you're being met with some resistance, I think uh, it's also important to understand that um, there is a, I think there also is like we've talked about divine timing as well. I think there is a, a potential that, you know, you or maybe somebody else that you would want to hear this information stuff may not necessarily be ready in the sense they may need some more, um, you know, they, they need to maybe experience some more things coming from, you know, these more outer things, um, to, to, to drive them to actually make the disconnect, you know, and to come back to the heart space center and stuff, or maybe this is the thing that actually allows you to kind of understand, or maybe that you just, you, you're getting it, but you're not getting it. Don't worry. You know, that is still, in my opinion, a good, a good sign for the fact that something's brewing there, something you're going to be led to, to more that's going to help you be able to do these things, you know, because you're implanting this now um, within yourself that you're, 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 you're making that attempt. This is an initial start as well. Same thing for us going into it as well. Like it is also an initial start for us in our own life and on this journey. And, you know, with you guys listening with us, uh, you know, we're also going to, like we always do is we're going to practice what we're going into in our own lives and obviously share, um, our experiences with it. So you'll be able to get to see it firsthand as well. But if you're understanding it, great. That's awesome. Keep going. I think with this concept, I highly recommend, well, one, definitely checking out more of Matt's stuff if you need further understanding. But if you if you totally get it and it's resonating with you or maybe it's something that you already felt, um, I think it'd be important now and I need to do I need to do the same myself to go back and actually watch the matrix now with this understanding you know, maybe you want to further understand a little bit more, but then go back and watch the matrix because like we said about, sim, uh, uh, you know, symbols and signs and, and, you know, and, and art like, you know, movie is like movies are an art and stuff like that to have those visuals may help you better, uh, resonate with it even more or develop some more of your own awareness and thoughts that you need or create a certain feeling within you to help you in fortifying these things that you need to fortify. Yeah, it's it's the fact that you're you're getting an engagement from a movie or a mm-hmm. song or anything else and you and you're allowing the brain to process in a different way. And I'm that type of person. You know, I'm I'm better with visual and 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 mm-hmm. having the story being told and uh you know, by doing that it's more engaging and it it strikes emotions and it makes me want to listen more and really understand so a good movie could change your life and i totally mm-hmm. believe that just like a good song or anything any any form of art uh can change your life and uh use whatever means possible and, and as long as you're you're getting yourself back to that heart space uh you know simply put you know is is the screen is the outer world creating your world for you or are you creating it yourself and are you lost in the matrix or do you remember who you are and why you're here and what you're doing? And whether whatever your opinion is on that at the moment, uh, none of us are all 100. But join join the you know the revolution of 
self-discovery. It's it's mm-hmm. it's not join the revolution of becoming full anarchists and, and going to blow up the the White House. I mean, it's that's not the way, and it's not the way to ridicule and call other people stupid or. Or, or try and shoot people down because they might be a few steps back from where you were or whatever. Have compassion, not only for yourself, but for other people. And just try and keep learning. And it's my biggest thing. Like If you could argue or debate or call me stupid for anything that I may bring up or whatever, I don't care. But as long as you're open and you're not stuck in your egoic, moronic ways of you think you're right already, um, no one's at the finish line yet. And stay humble and, and, and keep an open mind. And something like this, whether it's the end-all be-all for you, me, or Gio, or anybody else, don't let it be the end-all be-all, mm-hmm. but use it as a stepping stone and use anything you can as a tool. Yeah. And this struck me as an amazing one. And uh, Matt is an amazing person. He's uh, someone I'm learning from even how to just narrate and, and teach on a video. The guy can keep you uh entertained for hours and his his brain is just on a whole nother level as consciousness and it's it's fascinating and we will be paying our respects and at some point hopefully we can get him on or we could talk to him and and regardless we'll be learning a lot of his concepts and we have plenty other things we've discovered the universe has blessed us with a lot of other things and um that brings me to the next you know section is now that we've showed you this diagram and we've had our we've set our pieces here um we talk about the screen, we talk about the matrix and we talk about, you know, how, you know, let's try and figure out how it really works because we're manifesting all the time. And if the screen is manifesting for us, well, what would be, what would be the function of that? How, how, how does that work? And so I told you, I had read a, a book back a while, a while ago and a few times, and it's called reality trend surfing by Vadim Sealand. And there was this concept I was obsessed with, uh, totally rung, uh, a bell, for me and I was like oh my god it makes so much sense you know and I've always had this thing to be very repulsive towards culture and I always felt like it was sucking the energy out of me and um now once again treat these things like thought exercises uh, you know entertain it I'm not saying believe it believe mm. nothing ever <laughs> <laughs> just listen and observe and try and retain what you would like from it or at least maybe try and piece your own you know, yeah. if you watch a movie with me, I'm not going to tell you how the movie, you know, I'm going to have a belief of how the movie was, but I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's an opinion. Yeah. But the, treat these things like that, but exercises. Treat it like a good movie, you know, or uh, mm. some sort of concept that you're learning just to get perspective. Just yeah. get the perspective. See past what you feel or think about it right now. And I'm telling you that to me, this was an amazingly useful and op- eye-opening, uh, you know, concept and it may be for you. And Gio, I know you can agree, right? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And when you sit there and take it in and allow it to work, like let it, let it, let it keep continue processing. Don't come up just like we said in our last episode. Like that doesn't mean that you have to fall on a definite, you know what I mean? That it's, it's not that we know that there's infinite possibilities uh, of reality as well and everything. And, and, and this is, this is just a thought concept that comes from one of those possibilities as well. Um, but it, it, it does seem very effective and yeah, I see for myself, it's really, it's definitely opened things up even more and and it's allowed me to go back within. And I think that's why I feel like we continue to attract more to open up our world 
And then in turn, we get to share it with everybody else. So, Right, right. Mm-hmm. And uh, these conceptual things have opened up doors for us that we didn't know that it would open up. And it's just because we were open about it. I wasn't going into any of these books or any of these studies, even astrology, anything I've, to, to think that I was getting the answer and this was going to bring me to the finish line. Uh, I, the finish line is still not fully understood and don't worry about it. You know, worry about where you're at. And if something comes it comes to you in your life at a certain point, you know, treat it as if, you know, as it might be an opportunity. So give it a chance. And by understanding the nature of reality and from me resonating with this, I do see it work this way. Try and wrap your mind around this and and, and you could, you know, uh, try and th- really feel the validity of it and and see if see if for you it strikes some sort of like oh i've yeah that that totally makes sense and it's funny because i told you i said the word egregore before it's a similar concept and so this isn't a new idea in a sense but it's a refined and and more uh relatable idea where you don't have to be like some sort of witch uh or wizard to understand the concept this book was actually written by a quantum physicist yeah Yeah. and you're also not having to try to compute uh, you know physics and hear it in a you know you're hearing it in a metaphysical form as well but it's not so you know sciencey right so uh it's and very entertaining in a sense uh the idea itself Mm -hmm. so i i Gio and I did uh, sit back and, and highlight some key parts, uh, ones that we thought were most important, and uh, I'm going to read a few. And so what this is, is in Reality Transurfing, there is a chapter called Pendulums. And when we had learned Matt's concepts on the screen, the digital or the uh, you know quantum IMAX theater that we call life that our awareness gets to experience, well how he had he claims that the the screen it, like as if it's alive is trying to grab you away from yourself so it could feed off the energy of you you we're help we're feeding it by giving it uh the, the our energy whether it's good or bad fear and anxiety and all that right. and it's funny cuz i know a lot of you conspiracy heads know about reptilians you know about archons you know about uh, all these things talking about entities feeding off our energy were you going to say something? I was going to say, uh, just because I want you to mention it, I just can't always, I always forget the name or how to say it. The the Aborum, what's it called? Hmm. Um, the With the snake. Oh, the Euroboros. Yeah, you're, yeah, I see. I always forget how to say it. But yeah, no, like I think like there's a little connection for people to see, I think also even how, you know, and it's something that's so ancient and part of the occult as well how it plays into this concept yeah it's funny because that that actually that was that was a realization today like Uh i i I was like wow that totally makes sense because it always they people always say like basically all it is is your burrows is the infinite loop of getting stuck in this in in the cycle of reincarnation it's the snake eating its own tail and being stuck in that mm-hmm. and be constantly when you know the, the theory is is when you die to to go to the light or to not go towards the light when you do it ends up being the snake's mouth and it swallows you back and then out you pop into a new human body again and now you come back into this realm to just keep feeding it the energy yeah because it's, so, the, it's the godhead 
if you think about it, even in the sense of which we're talking about it, it's the Godhead. Um, and the Godhead, you know, obviously makes creation and all that. We have Big Bang and like this starts to become the tail or 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 the rest of it that grows. You could do it. I, I actually was watching something that was explaining physics in this way too, using the um what's it called again? Euroboros. Euroboros. Okay. So I was watching this thing and I think it was that video that I sent you that it was like, never mind, the guy sounds robotic. But he was just talking about physics. And I'm seeing now how this makes sense as well because of what we're saying, because you're like, okay, so even in creation you have the Godhead makes creation we're told big bang okay we've gone over that and stuff and it reality keeps growing and growing and growing but in order for it to keep growing it needs to be the godhead needs to be being fed back and to create this constant revolving cycle and that's where it's saying that we're also feeding it so if we want the same reality to keep coming out then you just keep feeding it the things that it's that we're, we're creating with it Right, that it's that and that it's asking for, and the thing is too, uh, you know, I like to keep my mind open on you know positive, negative, or just keep it neutral. And these are just two perspectives, but this is a what if for me mm-hmm. is what if in two scenarios. What if one scenario is is right now we're trapped here in this place, and we actually didn't, you know, maybe we chose to come here a long time ago, but we we ended up getting trapped, and this false reality was created, and now we were stuck in the cycle of Euroboros. And these mechanisms that are starting to surface of escaping it, you know, or well, what we are talking about is the form of escape is disconnecting from it mm-hmm. and is to be in your own heart center and to, and to finally detach yourself from this world so you can leave. Mm-hmm. Or on the more positive side, it's a little bit of the same thing, but more so is, is what if the almighty creator or the mechanism of this universe designed it this way? That certain people come here and they're not ready to yet, so they play kind of a role of an NPC, or you know, they come in not they come here not to wake up, and there are certain people that do. And this is like the video game of life in a sense, where you you come here, you come here to be to learn this, and once you learn, you just you graduate, and you could see it like that too. So whether it's we're trapped, <laughs> which isn't that fun to think about, um, or this is the game. You know, and those are the two two theories that are cooking up at the moment for me, and uh, I they, and they both resonate very well, and I, I see it as a good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe there's like, and just to take it a little step further, like maybe there's a, a a point in it, like we just said, it's like the the Godhead figure. Um, obviously, the Godhead figure has a split in its own way from what we know, because there is uh, cause and action, and 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 reaction and all that stuff so you know that's your whole god and satan type thing um so because it has a part to play in that reality it's like that's maybe like you're saying too like that that's the reality that we're kind of trapped into but it's not the ultimate the ultimate is more of that divine thing that we're trying to get back to but uh we're you know this we've become, is we've become obsessed with here. Yes, we've become obsessed with here, and the whole point is to figure out. And maybe it's just a, also it's an evolutionary thing through something beyond our time. You know what I mean? And and there is a point for it to get back to more of that harmonious, connected nature, and it's there. And who knows? Maybe it's it's when that time comes. Like you just said, there's 
NPCs and there's people put here not meant to wake up and to seem like they're part of it in order to pet perpetuate still that they're playing that role in that cycle. But there can be times where it's like those golden ages of, of that ultimate thing of reaching back to uh, that, that unity consciousness and everything and stuff like there's a point where that, that happens and you know, the souls constantly go through it and stuff and they play a different part and role all the time through that. Right. So there's different errors. So instead of seeing it as some sort of scary thing or mm-hmm. like something's trapping us and all that, I mean, who knows? That could be some sort of symbolic thing. And this is just the cycle of life and the cycle of nature and beyond just the physical. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when things stick around for thousands of years, um, when a concept like this is very in detail, uh, I would find it fascinating for someone to completely bullshit all of this, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I mean, to entertain it for me, I mean, I just get joy out of that anyway, because I mean, what are we going to go talk about it? You know, the, the, the football game and England just fucking made it to the finals and whatever. Okay, cool. I, I, it's, it, but these ideas are, are in, in themselves fascinating regardless. I mean, hell, enjoy a good story. Use your imagination. I think I've been kind of always reverting back to that too. And in in, uh, like some of my work lately is like, you know, regardless of any of these uh, secrets and mysteries we're trying to figure out, let's just simply get back into the imaginative, imaginative state. Let's get back into, you know, truly heart-based feelings and stuff and enjoy life. And I think a lot of people's misery comes from a lack of imagination or your imagination just sucks and you're just constantly thinking of the things you don't want to be thinking about. So learning a new concept and an idea like this, whether your beliefs are there or not, doesn't matter. It's about how can this maybe affect your thought process? You yeah. know, what's, what seeds will this plant? Yeah. We can see that. I'm going to say we, as in everybody, mm. just, there's just too much freaking out going on in all sorts of way, whether it's scared, angry, whatever it may be and stuff too much freaking out going on and it's 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 getting old oh very old i mean i'd much even if this was all nonsense i'd still rather talk about it than absolutely shit i hear about every day about talking about how biden's whispering and weirdo and all that stuff look we know he comes (laughs) off (laughs) like he like he would love to sniff some kids nuts (laughs) well i just started thinking about it it was like you know what did matt say uh you know Rather than I was just gonna use, <laughs> rather uh, rather than talking about fucking Khloe Kardashian's new scent, <laughs> yeah, like uh, uh, you which know, basketball he's... player she's dating nowadays or some fucking, come on. And, but like, why do we talk about those things? Because we don't know what else to talk about. Yeah. So take a journey. Yeah. Right. Just like you said in our little intro. Yep. All right. Well, starting. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I'm... Yes, we're going in. Delicious, delicious strawberries. Oh, nice. Uh, mm. Anyway, so starting, uh, it's chapter two, uh, Reality Transurfing by Vadim Zeeland. So now that we're getting into it, uh, the section of the chapter is called Destructive Pendulums. So it says, we are taught from childhood to obey the will of others, to perform our duties, serve our country, our family, the company we work for, a political party, the state, or even just an idea, to serve anyone except ourselves. 
To varying degrees, everyone has a sense of duty, responsibility, necessity, and guilt. Everyone is ready to serve a group or an organization in one way or another, be it family, a club, school, company, political party, the state, and so on. All these structures emerge and develop when a separate group of people begin to think and act in the same way. Then they are joined by others, and the structure grows, gaining strength, forcing its members to follow the rules, and eventually amassing the potential to gain control over large groups of society. Uh, their thought energy finally unites into a single current, and when this happens, as if in the middle of an entire ocean of energy, a separate independent energy information structure is created, which is referred to as an energy pendulum. Eventually, this structure begins to live its own life and subjugate to its laws the very people who created it. Any structure whose particular features were created by a collective thought energy represents a pendulum. Generally speaking, all living beings capable of radiating energy at a particular vibration will sooner or later form an energy pendulum. Examples of pendulums in nature are bacterial colonies, populations of living creatures, schools of fish, herds of animals, forests, prairies and hills, etc. Essentially, any organized homogenous structure made up of living organisms can be a pendulum. So what that's basically saying is anything that can be basically thought up mm-hmm. and given momentum and some sort of mental and mind existence will grow. Um, any pendulum is by its nature inherently destructive because it consumes the energy of its adherents and establishes power over them. The pendulum's destructive quality is clearly demonstrated by the fact that it attributes no meaning to the fate of each individual adherent. The purpose of the pendulum is only to get energy from its adherents, whether it is to their personal benefit or not. When a person comes under the influence of a system, they are forced to build their lives in accordance with its laws. Otherwise, the system will chew them up and spit them out. Once under the influence of a destructive pendulum, you can easily end up ruining your entire life, and as a rule, it is difficult to break free without suffering losses. If a follower rebels against the laws of the structure, the frequency of their thought energy ceases to be in harmony with the resonance frequency of the pendulum. Being deprived of essential energy, the pendulum either drives the maverick adherent out of the system or destroys them. So what I get from that, I'm going to go to the, uh, I only had one more section here. So what that's basically saying is we'll use an example of a political party. So red and blue are made and rules, ideas, thoughts are created. And now a group of people end up start, they start to believe this and feed it more energy and all of that. And it starts to grow. And now what this book is saying is that in the ether, in, in this, in the energetic, sorry, in the energetic structure of our reality, that thing ends up becoming a living, a living entity itself. And what it does is it then starts to feed off the adherence. It starts to feed off the people that are actually associated and have joined that group because they have signed that spiritual contract. They have accepted it. They go, I am this. And in the thought realm, you're vibrating at the same frequency now of this structure. So when you want to disconnect or you change your mind or you want to fight against it, you're going against this informational you know, uh, uh, structural monster, this thing that wants to feed. And once the momentum gets to a certain point, it, it will now feed off people. 
And so now you use that, I said for a political party, but now use it for society. Use it for the government. Use it for anything that anyone has a strong belief towards mm -hmm. and what goes on with the people that believe in the thing they're fighting for. Whether, it, I mean, it's a perfect example today because you have all these groups, LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, and how destructive those all end up becoming. Because all those people are, are, and you could tell, are not mostly just doing it for themselves. They end up doing the, the, the work for the pendulum itself. They start doing, they start letting the entity itself convince them, or for lack of better words, almost convince them or influence them to start taking action. And now they're almost doing it with, against their will without realizing that they're doing it against their will. So it ends up being destructive because now it's no longer you and your so-called willpower. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, when you think about it on a, on a on a on an energetic form too, in the way of of even just um, I think that the, those desk pendulum things that are uh, the kinetic the kinetic balls, right? Each one of those balls is a pendulum, right? And you have the one pendulum and say that's the one that one of these groups hops on and it swings and it goes. If none of those other balls are there and sometimes they're not, it just, it, it just swings and it keeps going and it's going to have its momentum to a point where it just dies out and it stops swinging. But with other pendulums, because we know that there's other pendulums always in existence, it comes in contact with it. It meets a resistance and that kinetic energy happens and it stops. And the people that hop on that pendulum are going to feel that stop or that stagnation as well within their own lives. It's going gonna, it's gonna to trickle down and they're going to feel that as well. And then the other pendulums are doing their thing swinging and they come back against and, and we're talking about being in a group of pendulums that all have to do around the same thing. And it, those, other, those other kinetic balls come back and hit that pendulum that we initially said you hopped onto with whatever group that is. Therefore it gets that kickback. Then it also gains motion as well. So there's so much to it and it's just this constant back and forth, back and forth. And it's like at some point or another, that pendulum either dies, moves on to something else that maybe no longer resonates with you. And then you're left with the destruction of it. You're left with now the fact that now you just got, used, abused, chewed up, eaten, spit back out. Right. Where's the usefulness in that for yourself? Unless you could gain something and know when to step away at, at times and develop an understanding like we're even saying with this, but, you know, that's, that's a common problem amongst people. Well, and remember, and real quick, I'm going to switch back to the, to, for the people who are actually watching in. And if you're listening, I go back to the picture of Matt's diagram and we look at the screen. We look at the outer circle, which is the farthest from ourselves and the farthest from our heart. And it's, it's, it's what's, what's influencing society. Because if you're looking at this like a machine or what the book calls a pendulum, meaning it's kind of alive and in itself, and it wants your energy and it wants to feed off of you. And once you've signed that spiritual contract and all that really means is you just agree with it and start giving it your emotions and you giving it your thoughts. And the more you do it and the more momentum you give that, uh, the more it wants your energy. And once you've gotten so far into it, it's most likely going to hurt coming out of it. But there is a way to get out of it pa almost pain-free. I mean, maybe not pain-free, but you know, more so 
there is just a way to to, mm-hmm. to kind of wiggle yourself out of these things, out of these energetic uh, vacuums. I think you learn acceptance. That's how it it has less of a toll on you. Um, but that's with the development of the heart space and development with with um, with being able to balance out the ego as well. You'll be able to have better acceptance of you know knowing that hey, I played a part in the game. Hey, it had its repercussions as well, but it's not something that you're going to be taking further with you and those feelings that came along with it. You don't have to take those with you anymore. You know, right. you're moving on to something new. Right. And, and it really, it always foundationally comes from the fact that we all have our personal realities. We all generate our own personal reality. We all make our own reality with our hearts. And and and, and that's not just a euphemism. What that really means is, is your thoughts and your feelings end up generating a vibration and a feeling. It goes out and then you shape the world around you through your energy. And the thing is, is when you place that outside of yourself, something else is going to feed off of you and influence you and, and take away from you. And if you end up doing things from the heart, if you end up retracting back in, you're going to gain energy. You're going to live a better, more, a more vibrant and better life. You're going to create the reality you want opposed to the, the reality that maybe the group wants. Because once you end up getting to a point where you disagree with the group or you're tired or you're done, it's going to be a pain in the ass and and you're going to suffer and and just stepping that far out of yourself it's not easy a lot of people don't make it back in once you're that far out you know i mean you can even look at drug addicts as a pendulum mm-hmm. you know that's another one yeah. where you get you get so lost outside of yourself and something outside of you is giving you some sort of temporal uh pleasure and happiness uh and it any time I've heard a story of heroin or a lot of, a lot of alcohol, like my dad with heroin passed away earlier this year, I, I, you can see it in a way where it's like that energetic monster, that, that idea and thought and attachment, you know, like maybe drugs are some kind of really strong pendulum and they'll just suck the life out of you. And if you can't let it go and get back into your own and not need those external things, well, you know, and that's and of course that's a much simple simpler way to put it. I mean, you could put this in simpler terms. Once again, I seeing a diagram and learning all these concepts helps a person like me because I'm like you know a lot of people need that that to to be shown more and to not just go off blind faith. And something like this shows you that there is a mechanism to it. So anything can be a pendulum, uh, whether it's an addiction or whether it's uh, you know, and there's good ones. You know, you could go, you know the the music scene. You know, when I was in a, I was in a metal band and. It's so funny too because the the pendulum when you're when uh, according to the book when you're attached to it you end up kind of attaching a cord from yourself to this thing and you can download all of the thoughts and the feelings and the things that all the other people that are connected to think of it. Now it sounds outlandish and crazy but to me it's not because I would go to shows why do people always end up dressing? You know, it's the same like five different pairs of shoes. Uh, you got kids with band shirts and they all look the same, act the same. They watch the same shows and all that. It's like, oh my God, you know, all of a sudden you feel like you're in a room with a bunch of yous. And it's like, but what are the odds that not only are we meeting up at a concert, say, but this person watches the same shows and I start meeting friends and I start connecting with them on an energetic level. Well, why? Because we were in the same pendulum. We were in the same energetic construct that we had connected ourselves to through choice and through habit so there's that other side of understanding how this is having a negative impact because what are you actually connecting yourself to what spiritual contracts 
are you signing? And by not knowing that this is the game, you're going to end up being attracted and, uh, and, and sucked out of yourself back into the screen where you'll be living a life that isn't yours. Mm-hmm. It, may, it just plays the facade of thinking, uh, of giving you the notion that you think that it's you or it's right. yours. Right. And so th- finishing up this whole thing with the pendulums, this is that next part. So if you're wondering, so if I'm caught up in this and this thing's sucking the energy out of me and you know, you, you're, you're putting a little bit of consideration into this, uh, to try and battle with the pendulum is, is futile. As was explained above, when you battle with the pendulum, you just end up supplying it with energy. The first and most important condition for successfully defeating a pendulum is to refuse to get into con- conflict with it. Firstly, the more actively you try to fight off pendulums that you get down, uh, that you get down, the more they will pressure you. You can repeat endlessly, leave me alone, get me away, and think you're fighting them off. But actually, you are providing them with energy, making them cling to you even more. Now, before I carry that on, this was a trigger for me in a sense of people have to hear this. Because if you can repeat endlessly, leave me alone, get away from me, and you think you're fighting them off, but you actually are just providing them with more energy. Now, think about what the truth community does. What are we saying to the bad politics? What are we saying to secret societies? What are we saying to all the lies and deception? What are we saying to all the, you know, the, the corruption and the, and the darkness? We say, leave us alone. Get away from me. But you're giving it energy. So yeah. by understanding this, we're starting to see deeper into the game. And I mean, I got to admit, this isn't enough for me where, you know, I, I want to refine this and, and, and become more passionate. And as I'm learning as I'm going, and I've known this, but I do want to find a way to channel it to make it where I could really ha- help it sink into you guys. And so you can really truly feel what I'm saying and what we're saying. And um, to know that it's not just, some, not just some concept and that I know that I've, I, I've experienced this and seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's definitely, it, it's powerful. It really is. I mean, it, it, it really does open something up. It, it really gives you more hindsight on, on, on everything and, and just being able to come back to not being, it goes back to not being so visceral. You right. Know? And being open. Yeah. So um, we're we're basically we're coming to the end of this chapter here, um, and I, once again I recommend the book. It's amazing, uh, seven hundred pages. Well, uh, <laughs> secondly, you do not have the right to judge or change anything. Everything you see and experience should be accepted as if they were paintings on display, whether you like them or not. There may be many paintings in an exhibition that are not to your taste, but it would never occur to you to demand that they would be removed from there. Uh, once you have recognized the pendulum's right to exist, you can also have the right to leave it, leave it behind, and remaining free of its influence. The main thing is not to fight it, judge it, get angry, or lose your control, your self-control, because by doing so, you agree to play the game. The pendulum should be calmly taken for granted as a necessary evil and left at that. Any position of opposition supplies the pendulum with energy. Yes. Now... Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Yeah, just you know, it's so funny. It's like that whole thing where it just said it's like there may be many paintings in an ex- in an exhibition that are not to your taste, but it would it would never occur to you to demand that they be removed from the exhibition room. And it's so funny because you see how people are doing that with all these certain um, you know real liberal idea groups and stuff. How they're 
to say taking statues and stuff and stuff like that and and even 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 the right too with politics now especially with there's been an emergence of george floyd statues and stuff like that or you know showing you know pride flags or whatever blah 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 and stuff like that you know whoever doesn't like whichever side of it they're actually demanding that they be taken away and taken down and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, meanwhile, there's other statues oh, that they don't mind and they like. There could be an angel one and stuff, and they don't say nothing about those or whatever it may be. But these other ones, they are. Even them, no matter what side of the spectrum they're on, left, right, it doesn't matter. They're still feeding a certain pendulum because they're they're sitting there and even asking for them to be removed. And they don't even see how they're doing this very thing. Instead of allowing it to not take hold of them so much and realize that the very thing that they don't like or whatever and stuff, it's like, they're just creating more to it because they're giving it that narrative that's saying like, say that whole thing at the statute. Oh, because it's showing oppression. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a reminder. It's disrespectful and stuff like that. Like, well, maybe not necessarily, maybe it's just a statue and you're putting that context to it. And therefore, enough people are bringing that feeling towards it. So now people are going to start certain people that are vulnerable to things that are just not, or weak minded and stuff may start feeling like, yeah, I do. I feel oppressed by that. I, I do. And it just has this weird magnetic attraction to it. It's just, just unnatural. Perpetuating and continuing mm-hmm. uh, the, th- the very thing that you don't want to continue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and actually the fact that you put it so well, I'm going to say it one more time. So from what you're saying, once you have recognized the pendulum's right to exist, you also have the right to leave it behind, remaining free of its influence. The main thing is to not fight it, judge it, get angry, or lose your self-control because by doing so, you agree to play the game. And the pendulum should be calmly taken for granted as a necessary evil if that, um, and left at that. Any position of opposition supplies the pendulum with energy. That should be a mantra, that any position of opposition supplies the pendulum with energy. The more you fight something, the more it will grow. And what it's going to do or what it's going to take is for humanity to lose that ego-based approach that if you do not like something, ignore it. That's it. It's that simple. If if you want to make a change in the world, Work towards the change of the thing that you want to occur, not the thing that you don't want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, and it's like that that analogy I was using before we even uh, recorded. You have a slingshot and a rock. You really don't like that rock, and you want to send that rock as far away from you as possible. You're putting it in your slingshot. You're pulling it back, and because your ego wants to get it so far away from you, you're just pulling, 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 when just a little pull would have sufficed, but you're judging how far away it should be from you, all these things. And the putting band, a lot of energy into it. Yeah, you're putting a lot of energy into it. And then the band snaps. That band snaps, it hits you. The rock is still there. Now you're angry. You hate the rock even more and stuff. And you just literally accomplished nothing. Just fueled the fire even more and just hated even more. Instead, you have the choice to, one, you know, not even pick up the slingshot. Two, you just toss a rock or like you said, right? When we were talking about that, it's like, leave it, leave the rock, drop it, ignore it, walk away from it, pick it up, observe it, say, I don't like this rock. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) If you need, if you need to, if you need to yell at the friggin' stupid rock, but if something doesn't, (laughs) 
it, you know, and I, I'm a firm believer, hey, if you're giving something attention, it's going to show up in your life. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's negative or positive. So it's keep that in mind. And if you're going to talk about the Jesuits every day, you're going to talk about the Masons every day, or you're going to talk about the evil every day, somehow it's going to wiggle its way in and the reality will show you that mirror image. And so we're being played. It's all it's all basically an illusion and the power lies within us to experience the world that we want to live in. And the thing is, is our true goal is really to convince and, and remind everyone of that and to get everyone off the whole preaching about what they don't like because this is also a collective world. Hmm. So the thing is, is okay, so let's say you do pick this up and you're like, oh, I get it. But then there's still things around you that maybe you don't prefer. Well, remember, you have a fellow man, you have fellow humans that are also attracting things and bringing things in. So now you got to be aware of your environment, who you're spending your time with, what people around you are doing, and uh, maybe how you can influence them. And that's where we need to start working towards. It's like, how can we influence people to get back in their heart space, to back into their souls, start loving what they're doing again? And and, and it's 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 so it's so simple. Mm. It's yeah. it's not it's not that we got to go figure out. Uh, who saw, who uh, filled out the Seven Eleven job application? It's it's okay. we don't have to go figure that out. I, I, if anything, the truth will come out if needed, and if not, it's about creating a better world. Because the more we fight this world that we're in now, the more it fights back. Yeah, we have enough. We have enough people nowadays expressing what they don't like, you know, and and it's just it's just it's driven by negative by by negative energies. That's that's all it is. Instead of expressing things that we do like and finding commonality and it, 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 you know, and, and being able to be like, oh yeah, well I like that too. Oh okay, cool. Like this is positive energy. This is this is productive. This is creative. We can do something with this. No, instead it's just expression of negativity all the time because it's I don't like this and I think everybody else should not like it with me and be miserable with me. Right. Right. It's it's that it's that much of common sense. That's it. Yeah, and it's to be reminded, and it's crazy the state we've been lowered into, and whether it's, you know, maybe certain people are meant to play the role for others to teach us, or you know, I mean, whatever it is, uh, the, the the best thing to do would try would be to try and bring awareness to those who will listen, and uh, if if some don't, whether they're family, friends, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if you yeah. care about your life and you care about people that are truly going to love you and care about you and, and, and treat you for who you are and, and love you for who you are, it's about gravitating to that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're, we're taught that, you know, and family does matter and friends do matter, all loyalty, you know, I get that. But what a lot of these movies and a lot of these things taught us, though, is to, if we have to eat a turd for those people, that we're, oh, well, we have to because. And it's like, no, the the quality of life is, is is your decision, and whoever you spend your time with and what you do is your decision. And if you're being the better person and someone else isn't, but you're choosing to stick around because you love them, you could love them and still go live a good life and be separate. Yeah. But your environment and the energy you're also in, the energy that's coming from inside of you, but also what's in your personal reality bubble at all times is also going to affect. Mm. So there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to constantly push those people and constantly press them all the time about, you know, even just this type of what we're talking about and everything, because you could be pressing them about it constantly and you don't even realize that you could be pushing them further away from it. You know, it's just, they're not ready. They're going to develop more of a resistance towards it because it's, it's actively trying to be put on them in such a way that is, is messing with, their own belief systems and everything and stuff. It has to do that on its own. It can't be, it can't be pressurized from you. Right. So to to be in like a state 
of allowing things to be, but to work on thyself, you know, yeah. and that's really it. So mm-hmm. we're, we're getting close to the end here. So I'll finish this up. Uh, it does not matter whether you love or hate. Uh, if your thoughts are latched onto the object of your emotions, your thought energy will be attuned to a certain frequency and you will end up caught by a pendulum and transferred to a corresponding lifeline where the object of your fixation is present and in abundance. Mm. If you want to eradicate something from your life, all you have to do is stop thinking about it, pass by with indifference, and it will disappear. To eliminate something from your life, ignore it. Do not, do not avoid it. Uh, there is a difference. When you avoid something, it means you have let it into your personal space, but you are now actively trying to get rid of it. To ignore something, some, something or sorry, to ignore something means not to react to it and, and consequently not to, ex, uh, to experience its presence in your space. Imagine that you are a radio, and if your day-to-day life is like waking up every day listening to a radio program that you hate, all you have to do is tune into a different frequency. Mm. You know, and we all, I mean, we all, from just simple manifestation study, I mean, that's really, yeah. you Maybe know, tune, tune into a different frequency. And I, all that stuff, I mean, I think it's honestly, that's, that's really the point with that. And what I want to do actually is just go right to the end, and there's a summary to the chapter, and this will really put it all in good perspective. Um, there we go. Uh, you want to read this one? Yeah, I'll read it. A pendulum is created by the energy of a group of people thinking in the same way. A pendulum is an energy-based information structure. A pendulum maintains the thought energy of the adherent at its own vibrational frequency. A harsh battle for adherence takes place between the pendulums. A destructive pendulum forces goals onto its adherents that are not of their own making. A pendulum plays on human emotion, thereby catching the individual in their web. If there is something that you really do not want, it will appear in your life. To free oneself from a pendulum means to give it no place in your life. To give something no place in your life does not mean to try and avoid it. It means to ignore it. To bring a pendulum to rest you have to change uh, the established game script. Positive visualizations will gently bring the swing of a human pendulum to rest. The energy of a stilled pendulum becomes available to you. Problems are solved by defeating or stopping the pendulum that, that created them. To solve a problem, rent yourself out. To avoid getting stuck in a suspended state, find your own pendulums. It is essential to acquire the habit of remembering what you know. Interesting. Right, right. And so let me add in, so rent yourself out. Huh. All that means is if if you're within the, uh, a problem and you, and you, and you keep uh, seeing it reoccur and all of that, rent yourself out means kind of like just go along with it. Mm-hmm. But remember the rules. Remember the rules that you're not attached to it. You're ignoring it, say, to the best ability that you can, but it's about running yourself out in the meantime because if you don't and you resist it it will grow yeah that's where the whole thing is simple trying to avoid it is still you know not a productive way of using your energy and it's still it's still taking up space instead you can ignore it right move, if you're move avoiding, that yeah move uh, that attention else elsewhere right so because you're avoiding it means you're thinking about it and then you're like anticipating it and you're giving it thought mm-hmm. you know just learn to just drop it just yep. like the rock yep. so so exactly anyway wow yeah definitely deep stuff it's it's you, you, like something like that too it's like 
sometimes you just need to hear it in a different way or, you know, just being shown in a different way too. Because I mean, this is something that is not so, it's not really that complex. It's very, it's hard to explain simply. Yeah. It could, it could be hard to explain in such a, such a fashion. And this is why it's great to have such developmental minds to be able to put these things together to allow somebody like, like us to observe it and see the importance of it and allow it to work within us as well and see where, you know, look at the our lens of our life and be able to be like, Hey, you know what, you know, there's maybe certain things that we're, you know, putting too much importance on and, you know, set, we need to separate and therefore being able to let it, you know, fester within ourselves and realize what we can do to get into our heart space and to grow things more. So now when going into certain interesting subjects or whatever that we bring to you guys as well, it will be one that we're going to together make a habit of being really useful with the knowledge, you know, and really putting that whole, putting our money where our mouth is when it comes to transcending information, right. transcending all this. Going beyond it all and going beyond the matrix and, mm -hmm. and detaching ourselves and learning to experience life for us and then sharing that with others yeah. instead of uh, trying to force things on others or or being forced to do things we don't want to do. And of course, that has a lot to do with the state of society and that has to be adjusted too, but we're not going to be able to make change. Uh, and I say it again by the kicking and screaming and the fighting and the idea of the energy pendulum uh, I find valid anytime that I've ever dropped resistance or I have surrendered. Usually whatever it is I was resisting ends up taking care of itself. And I think we can all speak for that. It's like, oh, as soon as I've stopped worrying about it, it actually worked out. You know, mm -hmm. how many times has that happened to people? I mean, it's happened to me numerous times to the point where it's very noticeable in my own life. So yeah. in this way, it would compare to, you know, like just let it go. Yeah. I think I, you know what, I had this up before and, and now that I just looked at it, this real quick little, little passage that I'm reading here I, about, you know, about the whole matrix thing and everything that we've talked about. I really like what it's saying. It's, I, I feel like it's a great way to end it off. So I just want to, I'm going to just read it real quick. So it says, uh, know that we are the wave experiencing the particle aspects as a human as part of the temporary physical illusion. What we really are is immortal and limitless. Know that the rules of the matrix were meant to be broken and manipulated by freeing your mind and heart from beliefs, attachments, and constraints. When accomplished, the construct of the matrix reveals itself instantly for what it is, a control system facilitated through false belief systems. Know that fear and loss is a trick, a temporary illusion fed by the ego. Permanent death and loss is a cosmic joke, an absolute impossibility. Live your life in joy and compassion. If we all do this, the world will reflect joy and compassion back to us. There is no other possibility. Appreciate every moment for what it really is, a celebration of existence itself, a moment of pure creation for us to create our own world. When we go inside ourselves and touch the absolute truth that all is one and live our lives that way, we beat and exit the matrix for good. Now, Amen. now let's play. <laughs> right. And yeah. uh, that's that's really it. So mm -hmm. um, 
uh, well, we will, this will continue. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to, we're going to stick on this for a while and really mm-hmm. refine it and, 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 uh, just speak our minds on what we think is mostly important. Uh, not, not keeping ourselves in a box, but, uh, great topic. I love it. Uh, I'm going to keep learning Matt McKinley, quantum of conscience, uh, totally changed the trajectory, at least for myself, and I'm pretty sure Gio, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe for you now too. Go check out his page. Pay pay respects to him. Uh, he's actually a little more seasoned than we are. Uh, he, he does a great job, and uh, and we'll continue to do the same thing. And uh, once again, we thank you for listening. Yeah, definitely. We'll keep going further and making and making this uh, also very useful and, and relative to many of the things we've already gone into and that we will go into future episodes as well with our constant, you know, astrology, even the ancient knowledge, you know, esoteric stuff as well. How it all the ties occult. In. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to tie it all together. And, and I think this is a, this is a great concept in, in doing that and having the discernment that we need. So yeah. Till next time. All right, guys. Till next time. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 